Good morning, friends, and welcome to Cookie's Candid Conversations. This is Cookie White, and this morning I'm going to do away with all my preliminaries that I usually do before I start my podcast because I happen to be sitting on my back porch, screened in, reading my Bible, listening to the birds, an occasional plane is flying overhead, the car's going up and down by my front of my house, and you might hear a lot of different noises today. Hopefully the neighbor next door won't bring out his dogs that happen to love to bark, but I just want to talk to you this morning because God has laid this on my heart. Sometimes I open my Bible and say, God, just speak to me this morning, please. And it happened to fall on Jesus praying in Gethsemane before he was arrested. And it reminded me so much of us as Christians, as churchgoers, as people of faith. And I wanted to share it with you this morning. It says here, then Jesus brought them to an olive grove called Gethsemane. And he said, sit here while I go ahead and pray. He took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he began to be filled with anguish and deep distress. And he told them, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and watch with me. He went on a little farther and fell face down on the ground, praying, my father, if it's possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will, not mine. Then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep. And he said, Peter, couldn't you stay awake and watch with me even one hour? Keep alert and pray. Otherwise, temptation will overpower you. For though the spirit is willing enough, the body is weak. Again, he left them and prayed, My father, if this cup cannot be taken away until I drink it, your will be done. He returned to them again and found them sleeping, for they just couldn't keep their eyes open. So he went back to pray a third time, saying the same things. And then he came back to the disciples and said, Still sleeping? Still resting? Look, the time has come, and I, the Son of Man, am betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. See, my betrayer is here. How many times do you think in the world today that God has called us to pray? to stand fast, to keep the guard on. And how many times do you think we've been asleep at the wheel, lethargic? Let things go, things seep into our world, and we think, oh, it's cyclic, it'll just get better. Or we thought, hmm, this isn't a major thing going on. Until we get to the point, it hits us right in the face, and we think, what in the world is going on? How did this happen? We've let our guard down. That's what's happened. I don't mean to be picking on the educational system because I've got two children that are teachers in public school systems. But my thought is, if you're concerned about what your child is learning, you have a right to be concerned because when God gave you that child, what'd you do? You fed that child, you clothed him or her, You made sure they had the right clothing, they had the right food, they got their shots on time. You probably guarded their friends, maybe, who they were hanging around with. 
You gave them curfews to come home at the right time. You gave them driver's license, but you gave them all the lessons about being safe on the road. We could go on and on and on. Now, all of a sudden, you're supposed to trust someone else and what they're filling your child's mind with. Those hours of the day, they're gone and in school. No, thank you. I don't think that that should be a part of what parents should do. And then you're called evil because you want to know what's in those school books. You know, my, my thought is if you want to know what your child is learning at school, get the books and look at them. Talk to your child when they come home from school. My children would probably tell me more in the first 30 minutes when they hit the door after school than they would when we were sitting at the dinner table. And then my husband would say, well, what would you learn at school today? Oh, the same old thing or nothing much. But they were ready to talk when they got home from school because it was fresh in their minds. That is only one example of, I think, where we need to step up. We've just, we're losing it on all grounds. And has it been that we've been sleeping? Here the Lord says to his disciples, keep alert and pray, otherwise temptation will overpower you. Though the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that's planted within Christians, especially, is willing, the body's weak. Yes, the body is weak. So I just pray this morning, as I just thought about this and wanted to put it on as part of what I share with you guys every single week, that we would be more avid prayers, that we would go to God, that we would ask Him to reveal to us, that we would ask Him to give us discretion to know what's right and what's wrong. There is so much being put out there. And so much people are trying to disguise as the truth, which isn't the truth. There is money being dumped to just make sure that we get the right message, even from our politicians. The Holy Spirit cannot be fooled, friends. The Holy Spirit of God will reveal the truth to us. We only need to be alert and listen. So today, I just wanted to give you that word. Be alert. Be filled with discretion. If there's something you're questioning that you're being told, whether it's on TV, whether it's a report you're hearing, something you're reading in social media, something you're reading in the newspaper, it doesn't matter where you're getting it. If you're getting it on mainstream media, you're getting it on Fox News. Ask God to give you the discretion to know right from wrong, to know what to do, to know who to believe, and then take that, pray over it, and let the Lord lead as we go forth this year. I love this world. I love the kindness of people. And if you're on my Facebook, you just read how a young man in Virginia was so kind to put flowers on my parents and my brother's grave when I wasn't going to be there and able to do it. There is still goodness in this world. But Galatians tells us about the fruits of the Spirit. Those fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5, we need to exhibit in our daily lives, regardless of who we see, who we deal with. And we need to pray. We need to pray for all the people that are entering into the United States of America. A lot of them are being mistreated. Terrible things are happening to them. And we need to pray for them, their souls. 
They were made in the image of God just as much as we were. We need control. We need order. God is not the God of chaos. And it's on every corner, it seems like, in our world today. We need to ask for God's guidance. So I would ask you today, right now, stop and pray that God would give you exactly what you need and the direction you need to go and the wisdom you need and the knowledge that you can be filled with words of wisdom, knowledge, and kindness, gentleness, self-control, that we can help our fellow man and woman in the days ahead. Father God, thank you for just leaning on my heart this morning. And I pray you will take these words and help other people to see you are still standing behind us. You are still urging us to stay alert and to pray. Because if we don't, eventually you'll say, okay, here we go. No prayers. What am we going to do here? You've, you've not included me in your daily life. Don't do what is right in our own eyes. Please, Father, keep us humble. Keep us praying. Keep us knowing that the will of God will prevail. We only need to ignite it. The Holy Spirit within our souls to increase the flame that you gave us when we were saved, that we will have a full fire raging and people will see you in us. For it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you, friends. And as always, I'll see you next time.